This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Welcome, global leaders, to the Global Reach Leadership Forum with Navy veteran, ecclesial leader, entrepreneur, and author, Dr. Pat. Presenting you with critical leadership perspectives from the minds of former military leaders, now transforming the face of American business as successful entrepreneurs. Get ready to listen, learn, to lead. And now, to enhance your leadership influence on the Global Reach Leadership Forum, here's your host, Dr. Pat. Hello and welcome to the Global Reach Leadership Forum. I'm your host, Dr. Pat, and today we are talking about assertiveness. And uh, I would like to give you my take before my guest uh, comes to uh, share with us what her perspective of assertiveness is. And uh, before we actually get going, I'd like to just share a quote from Shakti Gawain, and it says, assertiveness is not what we do, it's who we are. And I tend to agree certainly with that uh, perspective because assertiveness is essential as a leadership attribute or quality, depending on where you are or who you are and an environment in which you find yourself. But I also argue that assertiveness is a leadership attribute based on the environment you find yourself, whether it is with people that are assertive like you or people that are not assertive. Assertiveness is defined by the Merriam-Webster Dictionary as being disposed to or characterized by bold or confident statements and behavior. Okay, so in essence, it is it is um, it is a behavior that you demonstrate as well uh, to be able to show people in a specific environment uh, what assertiveness is. Now, the need to be assertive as a leader comes with the territory. I mean, it's just a fact, okay? Depending on where you are, you are going to be assertive. Now, if you are a hard-charging entrepreneur among a company of hard-charging, goal-oriented, or maybe even mission-oriented team members, your attribute of assertiveness is, as a leader, that is, is uh, probably less employed or it's less required. And I think think that is in any capacity wherever you are now. But let's consider that you're in command or you are in charge of uh, a team or an organization. Your command or, or, or you, your leadership is essential in every capacity to enhance your growth and influence needed to accomplish your tasks. So the role of assertiveness then plays in your leadership is much like the role that consistency plays in your direction. If you are consistent in your actions and and shaping of required objectives with constant communication to end users, you're likely to be very effective and efficient and successful in your goals. However, on the contrary though, if you are ambivalent or just aloof in your objectives, the risk of failure is the greatest. Likewise, if you are assertive, or maybe in this case, you're an assertive leader, in every aspiration that you do uh, and in every action that you, you take, 
uh, toward attaining a specific goal or specific result, I would, I would definitely argue that you are quite likely to yield the desired results that you're looking for. So I would say that assertiveness, therefore, presents you, as an organizational leader, with an opportunity to drive the desired actions and results you're looking for to accomplish your team or your organization's goals. Therefore, figuratively, I would say that assertiveness will get you the extra jolt that is required to succeed when your team is not firing on all cylinders as they should. So assertiveness is definitely an essential attribute or quality in your leadership. And I urge you to seek to be assertive in the circumstances you find yourself. And it may not always be the case. It may not always be something that you need to do. But depending on the environment, assertiveness or, or, or making bold and strong statements to be able to get a point across is essential for you to, um, to, to do that. So with that said, my, uh, my guest here is coming shortly. And uh, let's uh, take a break here as I introduce my guest. All right, my guest today here. She is, uh, Dr. Karen Walker is uh, a Lieutenant Colonel, uh, United States Marine Corps, and is also a leader in diversity and leadership research. She's an author, award-winning screenwriter, and talented change agent, and the founder of KW Productions as well, uh, a research uh, assessment firm. She has worked as an industrial organizational psychologist throughout the federal government, military academia, and corporate She's an, ex, she's an expert in measuring workplace behaviors, promoting fair, equitable, and legally defensible practices throughout the HR pipeline. And Dr. Walker is a consistent advocate and ally for veterans and is deliberate about bringing professional development opportunities for all to make the world a better place. And we are honored on the Global Reach Leadership Forum to have with us none other than my good friend, Dr. Karen Walker. How are you doing, Karen? It's good to have you here. Good. Thank you. It's a pleasure to join you. I appreciate absolutely. the opportunity. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good uh, Good to know that all is well. How, how are things going with you in your world? That's good. And busy is good, right? So, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Yes, that's a good thing. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad that uh, you're able to make it on the Global Reach Leadership Forum. And really today we're talking about being assertive as a leadership fundamental principle. Assertiveness as a leader is, as you know, very essential. And you haven't had experience in the Marine Corps. It's probably very, very familiar with that. Um, not, not only because you are um, a leader, but also you're a female leader. That that means that you have to be able to do what you need to do to make sure that people understand the value of equality, the value of, uh, of professionalism, and the value of really um, good leadership. And I think it takes assertiveness to do that. So I want to ask you today, uh, Karen, what, what is your definition of assertiveness? What does that mean to you? And how did you demonstrate this uh, while serving in the military? Sure. So I want to talk a little bit about assertiveness and what that means. I mean, because Good. it is a quality. So as a organizational psychologist, I get involved in measuring those qualities. Yes. So assertiveness is actually a quality of our self-assurance and our confidence. And being in the military, we've seen a wide spectrum of that, right? So yes. your assertiveness can be low or it can be high. And if it's high, it can be more on the aggressive side. Um, so throughout the military, we see 
leaders kind of expressing themselves in many different ways um, in assertiveness. So I think um, being a female in the military, um, that's been a challenge kind of finding ways to express my uh, confidence and my self-assurance. Um, and that can be taken in a lot of ways, right? Absolutely. Assertiveness or Absolutely. aggressiveness. I know, you know, and uh, that's, uh, I'm glad you mentioned about aggressiveness because I was going to ask uh, what your thought is on how people perceive assertiveness. Uh, is that confused sometimes to be aggressiveness? But but how would you say that you express assertiveness um, as a leader, whether in your current uh, practice uh, in private sector or even while you were on active duty? Uh, was there a difference between assertiveness and aggressiveness and how did you really distinguish the two? Sure, absolutely. I I think you get challenged in different scenarios in how you express that. Um, I actually wrote a book about it called Leading by My Ponytail. Um, and it's actually, I co-authored it with a great uh, friend and business par- partner of mine mm-hmm. and um, named Dr. Julie Ducharme. And she talks about women in corporate and I talked about women in uniform. Nice. And, and expressing ourselves, not having to lead like a man, but leading like a woman and what that means in terms of assertiveness, actually. Um, but just being yourself. And I think much of leadership is finding your own way and finding your own path and using skill sets to do that. And I think something that men do quite naturally is leading with your confidence. And women kind of come about that in their own way sometimes um, by leading with their skill sets, which might be emotional intelligence, um, which looks somewhat different, right? It can be compassionate. It can be um, empathetic, which doesn't come across um, as confident, but it definitely is competent, um, depending wow. on the situation. Wow, I like that confidence and competence. I like that because I've kind of I've kind of heard a few of those uh, in in, uh, in these programs that I've had the uh, distinction between competence and confidence, and in some cases arrogance as well. But um, I I appreciate you mentioning that. So in that case, having as we blend these terms or these leadership qualities together, how would you say assertiveness or um, confidence, which also equates to competence, has helped you shape uh, your your business and in what you do? How, how how does how does that help you do that in your practice? Sure, absolutely. I think it's definitely can be a challenge depending. Um, you know, as an entrepreneur, um, especially coming out of the military, uh, finding your own way and your niche in different genres and different groups of people. I think that's a big challenge, especially as an entrepreneur and a veteran, because you have to now learn how to collaborate and build relationships. And in the military, it came quite natural because we're kind of put in natural teams uh, to do a task and when you get out of the military that's not so natural anymore you are put into you know workspaces where you have to build the relationship first before you can start the task and a lot of times you know in the military we just want to get the task done it's not so much about having a cup of coffee with somebody (laughs) 
Um, so I think that's more the struggle, you know, in your assertiveness is trying to dial that back a little bit, take a couple of deep breaths, and be like, okay, I have to work on building my relationships with others um, and not be so task focused. Yeah. Wow. That is so great. Uh, as a psychologist, you do understand the value of EQ and uh, how that relates to building relationships. So then I would imagine then as a, as a leader, uh, whether in the private sector or in, you know, in, in the past life of the military, you would develop certain habits that help you become assertive. And um, as a transition military leader or but entrepreneur or somebody like that, I would want to learn what some of those habits are. Can you probably share any, what kind of habits you say will help you become more assertive as a leader? Absolutely. Um, you know, I mentioned early on kind of that scale of assertiveness, right? And I think we naturally, in times of stress, will fall anywhere in that scale that's comfortable for us. Yeah. I think, I think number one, as a leader, is assessing your skill sets, right? Mm-hmm. And we learn in the military is know yourself and know your people. So I would tell any leader first is to get with um, yourself, right? (laughs) Figure out um, really what are your true skill sets and uh, start figuring out what you need to develop. So you can do that in a number of ways. I mean, there's lots of assessments out there, but that's going to be important, knowing where you're starting from so you know how to know what path you're going to be going on. Absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, definitely a great point. Knowing yourself first. I mean, one of the key core values of, uh, you know, leadership is self-awareness. So if you don't know what your challenges are, you haven't assessed yourself, you won't know how to uh, lead out of that, let alone lead somebody else. So, so as I think about what you're saying, I'm also thinking about, you know, what, what you would do uh, to, to, to be successful in business. And uh, I'm sure you'd agree though, that being assertive is essential in business, but then if it is, it is essential in business, then what are some of the pitfalls of not being assertive uh, as a business leader? Is there any that you can think of, whether from a psychologist perspective, from a military background, or maybe from your own business practice? Yes. And I'll rely on probably one of the things I've heard and learned you know, just from my own experience. And it's a saying that you've probably heard too, just probably in the family or, uh, you know, historically. And that's the saying that closed mouths don't get fed, right? <laughs> um, and that goes to assertiveness. Um, if you don't speak up, um, you know, opportunities are going to pass you by. And also people don't know what it is that you enjoy or what it is that, what business are you in, right? Um, I learned this from a great uh, veteran sister and, and friend of mine, Jazz Booth. Um, she owns a, and, and founded an organization called Final Salute Inc. And um, she told me that it doesn't matter if you're in a room with one person or 100 people or 1,000 people. If you don't talk about your business, nobody is going to know about your business. Um, so, you know, I, and I think about that all the time, you know, if you are passionate about what you do, then you're going to talk about what you do. So, um, don't get discouraged if you go to a networking event or you got invited to go to a conference or you got invited to go to some event and there's only two people there. 
you know, that those two people know the two people that you need to know. So it's just, you know, closed mouths don't get fed, but closed mouths don't um, share their business with people. So, you know, it's like uh, entrepreneurs share uh, their passion um, with everybody they talk to. Wow, that is so great. I, I I have learned a tip there to make sure that I talk about it. And that's one of my detriments, I would admit, uh, full disclosure here is that I don't talk enough about it because I'm thinking that I'm getting a selling mode, but that's not it. It's about the passion. I mean, you get me talking about leadership, I'll talk all day, but then I have to talk about how leadership translates to my business. So thank you so much for sharing that. So then, so then I would imagine that if you share a lot and everything else, people might misunderstand or misconstrue what you're doing for being too aggressive. But how do you, as as a female, overcome that? How do you overcome that as a female in, in your line of work, whether it was prior military or currently, so people don't think that you're being too aggressive when all you're trying to do is to be assertive? Is there any a way you can kind of help us learn how to be assertive and not be perceived as aggressive as a female? Sure. I mean, I love that question, right? Because I don't think guys have that challenge, right? It goes back (laughs) to that whole thing I talked about early on, right? It's the confidence versus competence. Um, You know, my my father, he used to tell me that um, men don't have that problem. They just talk about what they do, even if they don't do it very well. Um, and women just continue to think that they aren't good at something and have to go out and get another degree for it. Women just constantly um, second guess themselves. That's just something that women do. Um, and men don't seem to have that problem. They're very good at BSing. Um, it's just <laughs> the, tr- the trade of the sexes. Um, so I, I think it's not really on the genders there. Um, that's just kind of cultural and society. But um, in terms of assertiveness versus aggressiveness, um, I think that just being comfortable in who you are and being very, uh, they call that um, self-efficacy, right? Your belief yes. in your ability to do things. Um, so the more comfortable and confident you are um, in your competence, um, the more that you're going to be able to talk about the work that you do. And that's going to be important in how you come off to others um, around uh, you. So I'd say that that's going to be most important. Wow! Wow! That's that 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 is really uh, intriguing to hear you say that. So I would like probably for you to kind of share any myths that you think are out there regarding assertive women in the in uh, in the corporate world and uh, in, in who own their own firm. I mean, you're doing a great job excelling as somebody who has a business and all that, but also as a female entrepreneur. And there are several myths out there about, you know, what people, p- people can, you know, are hearing. What would you kind of bust some of those myths for us? Would you be able to bust some of those myths for us? Sure, absolutely. Um, So I always like to talk about behaviors because behaviors are measurable. Opinions are not as measurable. We can can change behaviors. We can't change opinions. Okay. So assertiveness, aggressiveness, um, basically we're talking about tone, tone of voice, our mannerisms. They could be verbal. They could be nonverbal. So um, if you're doing those things, you need to be aware of them and how you're coming off to people, right? So you could be 
very, very loud um, in your tone. Um, and you could be very, very aggressive in your tone. You could be very, very um, loud and aggressive in your mannerisms, your hands, right? Mm. Your posturing. Um, those can be very aggressive and um, on the assertiveness scale, tipping it, right? Um, so if you're doing those things in business or in uh, professional life or even personal life, those are things that you need to start um, being aware of. Um, and that goes for men or women. Uh, but in, um, you know, our culture, generally women are, uh, you know, have this, this stigma of them needing to be more submissive in our culture, right? So um, that's, that's something that the stigma we're fighting, right? So anytime a woman comes across more assertive in her mannerisms, in her tone, in her um, verbals, in um, you know her, her speech, her hands, then it, it can come across that she's being overly assertive, right? Um, so I think it's just a matter of us kind of working on these stigmas and um, also what what types of behaviors um, you know that someone is doing and what is is the end goal so that's going to be important um overall i think that it's building relationships and that's what it comes down to we're all trying to build relationships yes yes building relationships that's that's very important i i i hear what you have said and in all those mannerisms so um is there any example that you can uh share with us any story that you might have you might have experienced yourself where you had to be assertive and how that turned out for you. Anything you can share with us? Sure. I was um, thinking about that and I was, you know, really reflecting early on in my military career because I think that, um, you know, as a young lieutenant, that's something that you're, you're learning. You're still shaping your leadership, you know, style. And um, I was at Diomi, which is the defense uh, you know, Equal Opportunity Management Institute. Mm-hmm. And we were there and there was an instructor that said, hey, you know, I'm going to be talking about a lot of things. And I generally consider silence as consent. So if you let me keep going, then, you know, I'll, I'll know that you agree with me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, this individual was just kind of going on and on about all these different cultures and um, I was just at unrest, right? You know, we were there, we're all in uniform. There's different ranks there. People had been in the military much longer than me, you know, probably 20 years. I'd only been in the Marine Corps probably like maybe a year. Um, and I'm looking around and nobody's doing anything. And I'm just like, what? I can't say anything, you know? So I, I felt so uncomfortable. I just decided I just stood up. You know, I couldn't sit there any longer and I just walked to the back of the room. Um, so, you know, long story short is that, you know, that was done on purpose, right. To see who would kind of rebel against the, uh, the institution there, but it was, um, the purpose of that course was to kind of get us riled up and and teach us a lesson about, you know, silence, right. And what do you do? Um, but that really taught me a lot about, you know, the company you keep and what you're able to say around the company you keep. Um, it didn't matter that I'd only been in the Marine Corps a year, or that I was in uniform and I was seated around all these other people in uniform uh, from various cultures and various degrees and various years in the military. Um, you know, you're going to be put in those situations in life. And if people are talking about things that make you uncomfortable or, 
or aren't appropriate, you've got to say something because if you don't, that is the assumption that you either agree with them or that it's okay to talk like this in front of you. Um, so that's what I took from that situation. And, um, you know, I was able to then when I went back to my command, you know, tell people that, you know, I'm not comfortable with this. I'm going to excuse myself. Either I would say it like that or I would say, you know what, I'm, I'm a, you know, this is just not appropriate conversation. Can you take that outside? I would either excuse them from the conversation or I excuse myself from the conversation. Um, and I've done that throughout my career in the military and throughout my life. You know, I've been able to speak up since then. So I think that was a very teachable moment for me in wow. assertiveness. Wow, that is so cool. That is a really great story. And I think a lot of people will be able to relate to what you just said because so many people passively allow things to happen and they end up being uncomfortable and ultimately leave their jobs or their bosses. I uh, like to say people quit their bosses and other, not their jobs, but all because they decided not to be assertive. So what you're telling us here is uh, to speak up. So, so with that said, what kind of recommendation would you give to either a budding entrepreneur or a, or a you know, transitioning military leader on assertiveness? Uh, what are some of the values that you would try to encourage them to be successful in business? Because uh, you shared some, but are there any others that you can think of for them to be successful as they transition out of the military? Sure. I've, I've always kind of told, um, you know, my young Marines or, uh, you know, individuals that I've worked with or had the pleasure to lead uh, to take from me whatever you enjoyed or you didn't enjoy and and remember that and carry it forward do what you agreed with or that you thought was really you know spectacular um carry that forward or if you didn't think it worked you know remember that and i think it's the same you know tag on to people that are doing great things um, and continue to carry that forward. And if you learn from somebody who don't do that thing, um, because I think that's what we learn best from, you know, that's how you get great mentors in your life. Um, and you learn from those leadership lessons. I think that's how you become a better leader. I mean, also want to bring people in your life that are better than you. So you can continue to carry improve, it forward. Improve. Yeah. Wow. Such wisdom, such wisdom you've given us today. Uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Walker. So, so you know what though, I I know that um, you are a very talented lady, and and you probably pick up on lessons over time. You've talked told us how to kind of make sure we what's the circle around us, how how to communicate with people around us, build relationships. But there's got to be a lesson that you have learned that you think we need to be able to you know to take from you. Any big lesson you can think of whether in the military, in, in your practice or whatever, that is the one nugget of gold that you say, if you want to be assertive, this is a lesson I've learned. Can you share that with us, if any? Sure. I think I've talked uh, about a few of them. I think you learn best from the the ways that you've been challenged you yeah. know, in life, really. And I think um, I've talked quite a bit on those. I think um, most of all, it's learning from the situations that you've been in and when you've been really challenged to speak up for the things that you believed in. So I think that um, throughout my time in the military and throughout my time, um, you know, after retiring, um, the, the biggest lessons that I've learned is that you 
have to be willing to speak up for the things that you believe in because if you don't, you know, others won't understand when it's important. Yeah. Um, you know, you are kind of holding um, so much opportunity for the people that are coming after you. Yes. And if you hold your tongue, then they won't have kind of that same courage to speak up. And so I think that's the biggest thing that I've learned is, um, you know, what, when you feel it in your gut, that it's like that same reason why I got up out of my chair and walked to the back of the room. Yes. Um, that's that courage. That's that like moral courage that you have. And so don't let that go by. Don't let those opportunities go by because the people that are watching you, um, you sometimes you're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for that person that's watching you. Wow. That is in, in, indeed interesting. Uh, to think about that, you are literally building the foundation for others to uh, to follow. I appreciate you saying all that. And um, as we head towards the uh, end of our program here, um, Karen, I would like for you to just share a little bit about what you want our audience, uh, listeners, and our, our viewers to to know about you, your endeavors. You know, I know you're an author. You got a book coming up as well. That is something worth uh, talking about. So. Uh, what do you want us all to know about and how to excel uh, from your perspective? Over to you. Sure, sure absolutely. I appreciate that. I do have an, a book I'm working on right now about measuring the value of the work we do. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Um, it's still in the um, finishing up stages. So um, I am um, still finishing that one up. But you can get um, my other two books on Amazon right now, which uh, one is on love, leadership, and loyalty, what it takes to be the best boss ever. Um, and so that one is based off of hundreds of interviews that I've done as an organizational psychologist, asking people that exact question, um, describe to me the best boss you've ever had. And so um, it gets very raw and real with anecdotes of what it takes to be the best boss ever. Um, the other book is Leading by My Ponytail, as I mentioned, I co-authored, um, and it's really a modern-day business guide for women on um, what it takes, you know, uh, for leading today. So um, you can check both of those out. You can check out my website, www.kw-productions.com. Um, but really, um, I'm here with a passion to help transitioning veterans um, because I've been there, I know it's not easy, and I know that we can continue to do better for our veterans um, in their transition. Awesome. We are so grateful to have you on the Global Reach Leadership Forum, uh, Dr. Karen Walker. It is indeed an honor uh, to hear such uh, insights on how to be assertive um, in any leadership capacity, whether you're in the corporate sector or you're transitioning from the military service. Uh, thank you very much. And uh, for all those that always listen to us, or this is your first time listening to us, remember that we go over these kinds of topics every so often. Every week we have a topic on leadership for you to learn. And this is also evident in the book, 52 Essential Qualities and Attributes of an Organizational Leader, How to Transform Your Leadership Habits in 52 Weeks. Thank you for being with us and remember to lead the change. Take care and be well. Well, global leaders, thank you for listening to this episode of the Global Reach Leadership Forum. If you have learned something today, 
please like us on Facebook. Visit our website at www.globalreachleaders.com to leave a comment or a question and share this episode with others. Until next week, remember to lead the change. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.